motherfucking day. It's a motherfucking day. It's a motherfucking day. That's what they say. It's a motherfucking day. It's a motherfucking day. It's a motherfucking day. That's what they say. It's a motherfucking day. Hey, everybody. It is me. Oh, boy. Hi, Dance. Callister with me as always are the dogs. Thanks for being here, dogs. Dimps just climbed up. Hi, Dimps. How are you? You good girl today? You leaving cow alone? You be good boy. You be good girl to cow. Cow is a good boy. But uh, how's everyone doing? It is uh, Monday the 13th. Why isn't Monday the 13th a scary day as opposed to Friday the 13th. Fuck, it's a Friday, right? Good things happen on Friday. It's the beginning of the weekend. A lot of people get paid on Friday. Friday, Friday the 13th. What a fuck that. Monday the 13th. Monday's scary. First day of the week. Nothing good fucking happens on Monday. Has there ever been a good TV show on Monday? No. Do they release movies on a Monday? No. So I don't know. Monday the 13th has a scarier ring to it than Friday the 13th. But anyway, man, oh man, it was a long day at work for me. That's why this podcast is a little later than normal. I apologize for that. It was a good old 14-hour day. Reno, a lot of driving. Didn't sell shit. Didn't sell shit. But it's turning into that time of year where you try to sell Divendot's ice cream. And uh, it's, it's hard to do. A lot of places, RV parks closed, water parks closed. Seasonal shit's done. So you do what you can. I had a guy come up to me today, too. It was weird. It had to have been my age. He, if he wasn't my age, he looked like shit. But he's like, Dippin' Dots, what is that, some kind of candy? And I'm like, no, man. No, man. It's fucking ice cream, man. Dippin' Dot ice cream. Ice cream of the future, man. And then he just kind of laughed at me, and that was about it. Had zero interest in purchasing any of it, but... If I had told him it was fucking uh, edibles, he probably would have been all about it. Today, today, there was a post. Are you guys on that Nextdoor app? I fucking hate it. When Jamie lived here, she was on it. She wanted me to be on it. I jumped on it. I fucking hate it. It's just fucking dicks bitching about shit. Old fucks being cranks. You would think I would like it since it's old fucks being cranks. And I'm an old fuck who is uh, turning into a crank. <laughs> but I don't, uh, I don't like it. I, I think it's because I don't like old fucks who are cranks. But there was an old fuck. There's always posts about, oh my God, my car got broken into. Every other day there's, oh my God, 
We gotta do something about it. My car got broken into. We need more police. This, that, or whatever. And then everybody's got a comment on it. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I just need to get off of this shit. Nothing, I don't think there's ever been anything good on Nextdoor. Even when I posted about my cats being missing, when my two cats escaped, no, no one really fucking said anything. This is weird. But today there was a post, this guy, this crank, he was posting about, oh my God, it seems like every other day someone's posting about their car being broken into. And yes, my car has been broken into as well. They stole a fucking little Bluetooth speaker I had and the fucking change that was in the ashtray, which was probably less than five bucks. And the Bluetooth speaker wasn't even 20 bucks. What, a, you know. It's inconvenience more than anything else. I really, I personally don't keep anything really of value in the car. And it was my fault. Well, not my fault. My, your car, your house, any of that shit should never be broken into, right? Don't ever blame the victim, right? You shouldn't be fucking sneaking into my my fucking car or my house, right? Fuck you and fuck your mom. It was my fault in the sense that that the last time they broke into my car, I had not locked my doors. I thought I had, and I know I didn't. They didn't smash the windows. Uh, I highly doubt they bought, brought a Slim Jim. Possibly. I doubt it. it. It was kids, I'm sure. Kids don't have a Slim Jim. So I was an idiot. The door was unlocked. They got in. There you go. So that's what he said. He's like, make sure your doors are locked. Remove all the valuables or put the valuables in the trunk. This will prevent people from, from breaking into your car and stealing your valuables. And duh. Yeah, you fucking idiot. Yeah, we all know that. I am aware you did not need to tell me that shit. You don't need to tell anybody that shit. This is not fucking kindergarten. Where we're all like, oh, I hadn't thought of that. We're all fucking homeowners or renters who are on this dumb fucking app. So everybody's chiming in, giving their two cents. And you know, you guys know me. Yeah, you know me. I, when I make a comment, more often than not, it's, I'm doing one of two things. I'm making a joke of some kind, or I'm calling someone a fucking asshole, one or the other, maybe both. Maybe it's a joke while calling them an asshole. But today I went the jokey joke route, and I said, the best way to prevent break-ins is to never own a car. So please don't own a car and end break-ins. Right? Thanks. And that, that was it. Because it's the absurdity, everybody. Cars will continue to get broken into. People will be dumb like me and forget to lock their cars. Cops can't police everywhere. 
uh, ring security cameras will only do so much. Uh, even locked windows, if people really want to break in and steal whatever, your Bluetooth, your radio, whatever they might see, there are hammers that will smash windows and it takes all of like 20 fucking seconds for shit to go down. So clearly it's a joke and some fuckface goes, Stewart, Stewart, because for whatever reason on the Nextdoor app, I'm Stewart. I don't know why. Stewart, why don't you go live under a bridge? And that way no one will break in to your house. Very unclever. It was not, not clever at all. And I let other people fucking get into this dude, and you know I I didn't have to handle it because one guy's like I he was talking about me. He's like I think he's being facetious, and I'm like yes, clearly it's a joke. Clearly I'm being facetious. Good old Chuck. His name was Charles, but I called him Chuck. Chuck didn't get a Chuck look like a fucking uh, an insurance salesman. He was on the board of uh, the. Kiwanis or whatever. He looked very stiff, good old Chuck. And he just didn't get it. But I wanted to ask him. I, I kind of let it go. I want to ask him, like, hey, man. Hey, man. Are you saying that people can't rob homeless people? Because you'd be fucking wrong. <laughs> Are you saying uh, that just because I live on, live under a bridge, I wouldn't have anything of value to someone else? Well, let me, let me tell you, if you live under a bridge, you probably have, like, blankets, a sleeping bag, maybe you got a tent. That shit's valuable to other homeless people. And uh, homeless people, there's no honor amongst thieves. And a lot of time, homeless people will steal from other homeless people because they don't have shit themselves. So there you fucking go. It was a very weird thing for him to say. And uh, it was a dumb comment. And his name was Chuck. And uh, Chuck, Chuck was a dumb fuck. I didn't have to tell him that. Other people told him that. But it was just kind of weird. I hate social media. <laughs> social media is dumb. And it's not social a good portion of the time. And it's rarely fucking media. Not a fan. So yesterday, yesterday, everybody, uh, the good old Buffalo Bills, my hometown heroes, the Buffalo Bills, uh, proceeded to eat a big pile of shit. And uh, they lost the first game of the season to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not look, not like the Steelers looked dominant themselves. It was, a, a, to be perfectly honest, if you were a Steelers fan, you probably weren't thinking, oh my God, that was the greatest game. They, they, were, they had one special teams play where they blocked a punt for a touchdown, which ultimately that seems like that they won by seven points. So that, that was the fucking, uh, that was the, the determining play right there. They're deep, the Steelers defense looked great. Their offense looked mediocre and the same thing for the Bills. 
Our defense looked great. Our offense looked mediocre. And there you go. So they they lost. It's a bummer. The Steelers are a decent team. They won their division last year. They beefed up their offensive line. Their quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, is old as fuck. But, uh, you know, he did what he needed to do. And, and so they won. It was it. Did I want... Did I want that to happen? Clearly fucking no. Clearly you want your team to win every fucking game. But I'm not, it's not the end of the world for me. They lost their first game. Sometimes you got to shake off the rust. They lost to a decent team. It wasn't like they lost to the fucking New York Jets or Detroit Lions or some shit like that, right? So uh, what are you going to do? So uh, since I'm in the van 14 hours a day, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to sports talk stuff. Because there's only so many murder podcasts you can listen to before you go crazy. And there's only so much music you can listen to as well, too. Sometimes I just like to hear the voice of another human being having a conversation. And so I will listen to Buffalo Bill's podcasts or Buffalo Bill's radio and let me i'm going to tell you guys something right now if you have a rudimentary amount of sports knowledge and if you have a medium amount of talent you can have a sports talk podcast right now jesus christ now, I don't know if it's th this way for every sports team. I'm going to assume yes. Because the problem is too many of the guys running these podcasts are super homers. They just are all about their team. And there you go. And, but, and sometimes they're all about their team, but they're in a, they do it in a negative way too. And so I'm, this last one, I was listening to this guy in Buffalo. People from Buffalo have a very weird accent. I don't know if you guys have ever heard it or not. I never really noticed it when I lived in Buffalo, but I do when I hear people from Buffalo talk now. I'm like, oh my God, what is wrong with you? I don't believe that I have that accent. I don't think I do. I know Jamie used to tell me all the time that I'd say weird words funny. I'd say words in a weird way. And a lot of that, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, I did on purpose. I like saying things strangely sometimes. I like putting a weird twist on words like dollar. I got one dollar over here. Like I know it's not dollar, it's dollar. I, I'm aware but I like saying dollar because it's funny. But I'm listening to this fuck talk and it's annoying as shit. And part of it too is this dude, this sports guy. I, are you guys sports guys? Do I have any sports fans out there? Again, I'm not the biggest sporty sport dude of all time. A guy, I'm not going to be able to fucking lay down stats. I'm not going to be able to lay down plays. You know, sometimes when they got, yeah, the nickel slot back or whatever. I, what the fuck? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, right? I don't know. Whatever. 
a slant. Right, what I don't know. He went out and he caught a ball. Whatever. It's it's almost too much information and it's unnecessary information and sometimes it's just a, all a lot of a dude's fucking opinion. Too much of sports talk radio is opinion. And it's opinions of people that I don't give a fuck about. And so I need to be a little more judicious in what I listen to and how I listen to it. Because that podcast today, fuck me. Fuck me. And maybe because they lost, so I don't necessarily want to hear the shit. I watched the game. I know what they did wrong. They're always like, yeah, fucking uh, Josh Allen. He was throwing the ball and the guys just didn't catch it. They had so many dropped balls. The receivers got to hold on to the balls. (laughs) Yeah, really? The receivers got to hold on to the balls? Is that it? Fuck, thank you for telling me that. I was unaware when I'm watching this football game. I didn't know what the fuck was going on and why they were losing. Ugh. I got two more jerseys today. (laughs) Good old Travis Henry. And good old J.P. Lossman. Oh my God. You, You shouldn't know either, but if you do, J.P. was a quarterback who was not good. And Travis Henry was a, a running back who wasn't too bad. I, I like Travis. Travis was okay. Hall of Famer? No. But he played on some Bills teams that were shit, and he was kind of a bright spot in, in that pile of shit. So uh, there you go. I'm collecting scrub jerseys. I really want to get a Bryce Pop. P-A-U-P, Pop. I can't find any on the cheaper side because it's all—it's one of those things too, everybody. I don't want to spend 50 bucks for a jersey. I want to spend like 20 bucks. I want to get a deal. So I'm doing what I can to find a deal. So maybe if you guys, if you guys know someone with a Bryce Pop, let me know. He was a linebacker who actually was pretty good. I think he played, let's see, was it... Jacksonville, Buffalo, and Green Bay. I think those are the three teams. He wasn't too bad. He was just, he came along and he played on Buffalo teams that were just not good. Through no fault of Bryce Pop's uh, own, uh, it was not, not, not his fault. He was just, a, he was a good player on some shit teams, so. Speaking of football, I'm going to stick with football. There's a guy, I don't know who he is. He's a running back. He plays for the 49ers. So if uh, you're a Detroit Lions fan, you probably saw this. He uh, he got hurt on like the uh his second carry of the of the game. So it had to have been relatively early. And dude, uh his name is Raheem Mostert. And dude blew out his knee. Oh, my God. And he uh, he's going to be placed on injured reserve. And he's going to miss eight weeks. 
with a chipped knee cartilage. Sounds fucking awful. So he's out. I don't know this dude. I don't know if he's any good. It just sounds like he got hurt. You know, people get hurt in football. It's a physical game. It's an awful game. Big dudes crushing each other. Injuries happen. But the weird part is... Um, and I don't understand this. His wife, Devon, was receiving hundreds, if not thousands, of direct messages on Sunday telling her that her husband should kill himself and be caught. And I'm like, what? None none of this shit makes sense. That doesn't make any sense. So she put a post on on the Insta, on the Insta, Insta. And she wrote, it's days like today where I truly contemplate never getting on social media again. I don't blame you, lady, and I'm, I, I'm not even in a position like you are. As if today wasn't hard enough to get on here and have DMs about how my husband should kill himself, about how he should be caught, about how he's made a glass. I know I shouldn't care, but wow. The nasty things some of you just carelessly slay is gut-wrenching. I don't think y'all get it. Football is my husband's job. It's how my family eats. To read such heartless and degrading comments about the person I love hurts. And I try so hard to shake them off. I do. But when there's hundreds, thousands, it's a lot. He does everything to stay on that field. Everything. Sacrifices off days with his kids to get treatment, adjustments, dietitian check-ins, you name it. Uh, he's going to be good. He'll always come back stronger. MRI tomorrow will let us know the severity. Praying for minor. Thank you to everyone that sent prayers. I appreciate you. And I see your beautiful heart uh, holding my babies extra long tonight. So uh, it's insane to me that uh, fans of a team, fans of the Niners, would tell one of their players to kill himself. It wasn't like he fucking... Caused a fumble, missed a touchdown, or did anything. It just sounds like he got tackled and fucking hurt his knee, and there you fucking go. And for people to fucking come at them and say shit, it's just fucking crazy to me. I talked yesterday on the Patreon, on the Patreon, about Rob Johnson, an old quarterback for the Bills who was supposed to be the savior, and he just he just wasn't. And uh, he had talked about on some podcast about coming back to Buffalo for some sort of celebration. But then he, he was hesitant about it, and I think he never did do it about coming because he was afraid that um, Bill's fans would be brutal to him and would boo him and whatever. And I'm like, ah, fuck me, man. These are dudes who are just trying to do the best they can. And uh, sometimes the opponent is doing better. <laughs> there you fucking go. Not everyone's going to win. Not everyone gets the touchdown. We need to fucking... Sports is a, is a distraction from the shit. It's a distraction from the 9 to 5 grind. Distraction from the dumb boss. Distraction from the dumb coworker. Uh, distraction from your neighbors or your fucking shitty family. You watch your sports. You can forget about stuff. You root on teams. But fuck me, man. 
when your team loses, you should fucking relax. Like I, The Bills lost yesterday. What am I going to do? Pout? Get angry about it? Lions lost yesterday. What are you going to do? Pout? Get angry about it? You weren't playing. So unless you put money on it, fucking relax. And even if you put money on it, that's your own goddamn fault. If you lose money gambling on a sports game, Jesus. But that is something I want to do, everybody. On my Patreon, I talked about uh, making some bets. But I'm pretty stupid, and I've been unable to figure out all these stupid gambling sites here in Michigan. So if any of you people out there are smarter than me, or if you're a fucking gambling degenerate, let me know which site is the best or which app is the best for me to play some NFL sport betting shit. Let me know. This here is an update. Update. Update story. We talked about this a long time ago. I'm surprised I even got any information on update. This was about... Come on. Why is the fucking... Oh, there we go. God damn, my website was not being cooperative with me. Uh, this happened back in February 2020. Yeah, so that's fucking how long ago it happened. But I remember talking about it. This happened in um, the great state of Maryland. And there was this lunatic in the grocery store, right? And ah, he's kind of milling around, being a fucking weirdo. Probably, probably one of those dudes he thinks is just going to whip out his pants, whip, whip his pants down, whip out his dick or whatever, right? He's that kind of fucking weirdo. He didn't do that, although I'm sure at the end of the day you would have preferred that he did that, the lady that he uh, bothered. Because what he did is he fucking, he went up to her and he kind of bumped into her and he jabbed her with a syringe that was filled with semen. How about that, everybody? He just jabbed her. I don't know if he thought he was going to get her pregnant by jabbing her in the goddamn thigh with semen. Uh, apparently... Uh, he, he did this to several women or attempted to do it to several women. But uh, the woman that he did it to told police she asked him if she had been burned with a cigarette and the suspect replied, yeah, it felt like a bee sting, didn't it? Because I guess she felt it clearly and uh, thought maybe she was burned. Because who's going to think they're going to get stuck with a, a syringe, right? So she discovered later that she had a small puncture wound and it, it started to swell up and she got medical treatment. And so the, the, the supermarket had video of this incident and so clearly people saw it and they're like, oh, you sick fuck, you sick fuck. And the cops found him and they found the clothes that he was wearing during the attack and they found syringes in the car in his house. And they uh, figured out the semen uh, was his through a DNA match. So uh, they caught his ass. And I don't, know, I don't know why it took fucking like a year and a half. But uh, he got sentenced. And he got sentenced to... What do you think? He got low? 
low or high? He gets sentenced to 10 years, everybody. This motherfucker, Thomas Steeman, with the syringe of semen, 52 years old. He's going to go to the fucking clink for 10 years. I'm sure this fuck has been in the clink before. I'm sure this guy uh, has seen the inside of a cell before. I'm sure this guy's worn orange jumpsuits before. I'm sure this dude has had three hots and a cot before. I'm sure this guy's fucking worked the laundry room for 10 cents a day before. He entered an Alford plea. I don't know what that is. Lawyers tell me what that means, but it says here he pled guilty without admitting to the crime. Isn't that no contest? Well, I guess no contest is you're not you're not pleading guilty either, but you're not you're willing to take whatever is uh, thrown at you. I don't know what Alford plea means. Hold on a sec. Let me click this hyperlink. Let's see what it tells me. Alfred plea, also known as best interest plea. An Alfred plea registers a formal claim neither of guilt nor innocence toward charges brought against the defendant. Like a NOLA contendory plea, an Alfred plea arrests the full process of a criminal trial because the defendant, typically only on the court's permission, accepts all the ramifications of a guilty plea without first attesting to having committed the crime. The name Alfred plea is taken from North Carolina versus Alford. Huh. Well, there you go. Weird. I'm glad it's behind bars, man. Strange. I wonder why he chose semen. You would think a sick fuck would choose, like, bleach or a poison of some kind. But he chose the pass on his fucking AIDS-ridden semen. AIDS! Fucking douchebag. Speaking of douchebags, this is the last story, everybody. This is about an incident that happened down in Kalamazoo uh, a couple of years ago, 2016. A van named uh, Jason Dalton. Is that a familiar name to any of you? You guys remember that? Jason Dalton was the lunatic who was fucking, uh, had that side gig working for Uber. And then apparently uh, he, he thought the Uber insignia was talking to him and telling him to kill people. So he went down on a little bit of a rampage back there and, uh, Saturday, February 20th, 2016, he shot eight people and he killed six of them. What a fucking loser. But before he did all of that shit, same day, though, a guy, Matt Mellon, uh, got an Uber ride from Mr. Dalton. And apparently Dalton was driving like a fucking lunatic. He was running through red lights, crashed into cars, whatever. So Mellon was like, holy fuck. And he's trying to get in contact with Uber to go, hey, your driver's a fucking asshole. You should probably deactivate his account with you because there's going to be problems if you don't. So he was trying to call apparently Uber. I don't really know much about Uber, these ride sharing things. I've used it. 
but it's always been like through somebody else, right? Like somebody else had the Uber app and we all hopped in the car and we took off and there we go. I, I don't have an Uber app. I don't have a Lyft app. I got none of it on my, on my thing. So um, I don't know how it works, but apparently Uber has a 24 seven response team and they were trying to call and go, hey, this is the guy's a motherfucker. This dude's a crazy ass bitch. He kept fucking talking to the U on the dashboard and he thought it was the devil. Maybe you shouldn't fucking employ this guy anymore. But uh, Uber didn't clearly, they didn't get the message. They're like, yeah, most of our drivers talk to the U. And most of them, though, just assume it's a fucking cat. So this guy, Mellon, he's suing fucking Uber. Well, that. He's claiming he has post-traumatic stress disorder and survivor's guilt. Because, you know, he, he got out, I guess, before the shooting happened. I guess maybe he feels guilty about being unable to prevent it from happening. But you, know, you got to look at it this way, too, dude. You tried to do what you can. And uh, you didn't know this dude was going to shoot anybody. You just thought he was a shitty fucking driver. But, you know, I, someone's going to feel guilt. Whatever. Uh, the lawyer says, uh, the lawyer for Mr. Mellon says, the guilt kicks in for Matt Mellon, the reliving of the events of that day and night, an excruciating, painful detail, a feeling of total helplessness, the sense of being thoroughly defrauded over there, being no way to connect with Uber and stop the Uber driving, the Uber driver's crimes, the shootings, the killings. So he's asking for $25,000. Dollars. Dollars. Will he get it? I don't fucking know. I'm assuming he won't get that. If he gets anything, it'll be less. I'm sure it'll be less. But I was unaware of anyone trying to prevent this dude from driving. Because, yeah, if Uber had stopped it and had removed him from the app... Maybe he wouldn't have fucking killed some people. But you know what? Here's the here's here's the deal. The dude probably would have just drove around anyway because I think some of the people that he killed weren't even like his Uber passengers. They were fucking uh, people at like a, a at a big boy restaurant. If I remember correctly, they were fucking next door to some like car dealership and. He was at the car dealership and they saw these like four old ladies come out and he shot them all. All very awful, but I mean that's just telling me like he would have he would have done this shit anyway, man. So it's not to say that Mellon, you know, I'm not trying to discount his guilt, his PTSD and all that, but there's the realization of a lunatic's gonna be a fucking lunatic. And you can unless you fucking were there to fucking put him in handcuffs and throw him in a cell or something, and he didn't do that, which you were just an Uber driver or Uber passenger. There you go. Not good, man. Any of you guys Uber drivers? I know there's some podcast dude, dudes in town to talk about their Uber adventures and crazy Uber shit. I can imagine that's kind of goofy. I don't know what... It was Uber better or worse over the pandemic? 
if you were a driver. I would almost think it would be worse, but I'm probably wrong. So, but anyway, that's it, everybody. I'm tired. I got to go to bed soon. I got to get up early again tomorrow. But um, thank you very much for listening to this bullshit, this elemental podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed this garbage, uh, please check out my Patreon. Patreon is pretty much every other day. Freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. Patreon's every other day of the week almost. So it's uh, the same kind of content, just more of the content. So there we go. Five bucks a month. One less ice mocha mocha in your life. Starbucks doesn't need it. I could use it. So think about it. Why not? Uh, and if you do a couple of things for me, go check out the Sunday Slaw. That's uh, Stephanie House and her husband Adam. They eat coleslaw. They do Facebook Lives of themselves eating coleslaw. They give it the yay or the nay. And uh, they were both were instrumental in the golf outing I did this weekend for Alex's Arcade. They did a bang-up job. So uh, go like their Facebook page, The Sunday Slaw, and follow along if you could. Then we got uh, the whole thing donut shop in Forney, Texas. I'm sure they got lunatic Uber drivers down there. It's a suburb of Dallas. And uh, they got gourmet donuts, not Krispy Kreme, not Tim Hort, not Dunkin' Donut, not Speedway Gas Station. But good homemade gourmet donuts. So go like their page, the whole thing donut shop, Forney, Texas. And then if you ever make it down to Dallas, go check them out. Then we got uh, Magic JBM. Stu, what's that? Is that the card game shit? Nope. That's my boy, John Midgley. He is a magician. And he has uh, videos of his stuff, shows. Other magician shows, it's good stuff. So if you like magic, the real shit, the illusion shit, go check it out. Magic JBM, John Badass Midgley. Do that. Uh, and then last but not least, we got my boy, Matt Harper. He is the co-host of another episode podcast. Him and his partner, Mandy Lane, talk about movies that shaped their childhood. And every Wednesday they drop new episodes. And uh, this coming Wednesday, it's uh, they're doing Of Mice and Men, the John Steinbeck classic. I honestly, I've read the book. I honestly don't know if I've ever seen the movie, though. But uh, go like their page on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and then you can follow along on your favorite podcast platform. So do all those things. That's it, everybody. I am done. I am tired as fuck. I am going to go to bed in a few minutes. And uh, we'll do it all again tomorrow. I love you, everybody. See you later.